Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There we go. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show! Welcome, welcome, and ding-dong merrily on the green sofas. It's our Christmas edition, hence the festive d-up theme tune. And this is the The One Show Show, the podcast that um, minces up The One Show's pies and then forces it all back to The One Show through its beak. I am John Holmes, and this week, hanging off the tea-time television tree, bagpipes versus Nazis, do not bend over near David Jason and Tom Hardy's wife, shits in a box joining me she does Join- <laughs> I, I, normally i've heard all three but that last one i haven't and like a listener to the one show i'm like mm, looking forward to that <laughs> <laughs> joining me to put the one show pig in a blanket of unnecessarily harsh criticism this week our regular to titosser mark haynes and now almost regular herself to titosser julia racer everybody's here uh, right then. Uh, well, should we start on Monday? We have to start uh, on Monday. We kind of have to start on Monday. <laughs> so much to get through. Um, so this will... Well, we know Matt's off now, because, of course, we know that Matt left the one show for his pantomime. Mm, I walked past I. the panto, because it's quite you? near our offices. Yeah. Um. I walked past it the other night, and I think it was not the first night, but one of the early nights. Everyone going to see that panto is over 60. <laughs> Every single one. And everyone had the sort of bags that suggest they don't live a long way outside London, but they do live outside of London. <laughs> of course, right. it's a special trip. There you yeah. go. They're all farmers. Yeah. Farmer the lights, nice. My yeah. other favourite thing, if you get to see a picture of it, they've got a lot of celebrities in it. So Lily Savage is in it oh, yeah. and Matt Baker's in it. And there's uh, Nigel Havers playing Daddy Bear. Right, I mean, already this is this is something from Jack Whitehall's childhood. <laughs> and Havers is playing Daddy Bear. There are two other bears in it, and the two other bears are people I've not heard of. And in their photos for the panto, they are dressed as the bears, and they're going. <laughs> and Havers, as Daddy Bear, bear Havers has got a picture of Havers looking over his shoulder, and behind looking him, like the charmer. is the costume. He will not have the costume on in the thing. Oh, love that. That's, man. Uh, that's not a Havers quality <laughs> photo. Is it, do you think it's like that in the actual show as well? He's not wearing it. It's just sort of <laughs> perched on his back. Like, they've got a sort of weird system of pulleys so it follows him like yeah. a shadow. No, I think he'd probably have like a butler or a batman just with, with on some hangers. <laughs> <laughs> sir, not now. Not sir, now. not now. <laughs> but we're midway through the run, sir. Not now. <laughs> oh, well, that's where Matt is anyway. So if you want to get your fix of Baker... That's where you need mm-hmm. to be headed with a load of yeah. 60 year old What's he playing? Goldilocks? I don't know. I think it's Cinderella. Uh, the, the three Cinderella bears. Cinderella and the three <laughs> bears. The three bears will, will give you an indication that it's probably not that well worked wow. out. Oh but God. I think he's playing a sort of buttons character. Buttons right. on a tractor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must Hello. never wear buttons on a farm. <laughs> if, if a pig was to snag a button, uh, 
it, it would damage the pig, but also you'd put your life in rain. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, Amol, it was Amol, Amol mm. Rajan uh, stepping like in. Do you? Yeah, I do. What is he for, really? I don't know. I, don't, I, do, I do the media show with him sometimes, so I think he's smashing. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Is he? Like nice yeah. We're going to agree to disagree on oh. it. He seems hopeless at things to me. I mean, I just like that he doesn't care as much as anybody else in the studio, so he, he, he seems a little the, bit bored. I can, I can see. Yes, does, yes, he does. He's he almost like bored. he's us. He's the viewer, but suddenly thrust into the thick of the one uh, show. But, but, you know, that makes me feel more comfortable. That's like all the Germans who helped Hitler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, he's only following him. <laughs> yeah. He does look really <laughs> bored with this, and he doesn't look like he gets much out of it. No. And this week, actually, uh, he that sort of attitude really sort of bled into it, where all of the interviews were a bit sticky. And they were dead as no doornails, one was enjoying it. No, yeah. no, I just don't very, think very he's miserable. very good at this. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's good at something. He's I just don't know what he does. What is that? Well, he's, like, he's like basically the media editor of BBC News. He does the media show. That's right. On Radio 4. He's like, he's, he's a serious journalist. Journalist, yeah, because he was I the ed- youngest editor of The Independent or exactly. something. Exactly. This smacks of his agent saying, like, profile love, profile love. But he's yeah. on everything just now. He sits, he sits in on Radio 2 and he's not very good at that either. I'm mm. going to say that the BBC are spreading him a little thin. That's all And I'm not going to say why they are, but I think we can guess why they are. He's <laughs> the, extremely good at what he does. I don't know why he's on the one show. Yeah, he's just... But I'm glad to see is, him. Are you? Yes. Right. You're also glad to see his parents that he brought in. Yes, that because was clearly, uh, the, the Rajan family needing to be involved in everything that is spreading so upwards funny. through the family that tree now. That was a big night for me and indeed for my family. I've brought my parents, my beloved parents, they're in there, they are mum and dad. That's your moment, guys. You can smile. Over here, dad. <laughs> that was a heartbreaker, though, because they, they'd been brought on solely because they, as a family, loved Only Fools and Horses so much, yeah. and they had David Jason on. Well, yeah. that was the conceit, anyway. And, and, I mean, David Jason, I mean, talk about people who can't be bothered. David Jason was literally, he's like, I've brought my mum and dad here because we're such big fans. And David Jason's like, oh, yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah, mm, very good. Oh, God, he was just yeah. so not engaged at not all, at was all. he? Not at all. David Jason, I mean, this, this, I mean, I think the bulk of this podcast is going to be about David Jason. Because <laughs> one of the things happened on other days, yeah. it really all fell away when David Absolutely. Jason got involved in this car yeah. crash of a half he an hour He is a man who always brings good cheer. That's how they build him. <laughs> they no. did. They, might, they really did say that. They Can might we as well them? have said he is a blue ball of gas <laughs> that emits lasers from its back. <laughs> Coming up, who man who always brings good cheer in any number of classic Christmas specials. It was so inaccurate. <laughs> he, he just, I don't know what he was expecting oh. the one show was, but he seemed totally on tenterhooks the entire time. Like he was ready to be, they were suddenly going to hit him with something hard. I, just I don't know he what it was. tired, like he was crumbling. I, I, I get people get older, you're not allowed to get old on TV. And I always, mm. I can't help it. I remark upon it when I see people on TV that I haven't seen for ages. He looked like he was actually falling apart. Yes, like he did. bits yeah. were coming off yeah. him. Yeah. He looks really, really old. And when you get... An, and they did this twice this week, or maybe even this episode. No, they did. It was this episode, because it was the classic episode. But old people, interviews oh, with yeah. really, really, really old people, yeah. they have amazing stories to tell, so they can take all the fucking time yeah. they like, oh. unless they have nothing interesting to say, and they still take all the time they like. Oh. And they were just like, this is... I could honestly found it so hard to watch. I wanted to kill myself. Do, do you know what I, I wrote down? And it's exactly what you've just said. But I said, this is like David Jason. It's like it's part of a film where a psychopath has killed David Jason. <laughs> he's skinned him. He's put on the skin. And suddenly the door has opened and they've gone, two minutes, Mr. Jason, and you're on the one show. And the guy has gone, shit, I've got to keep it together for 25 minutes. And then I'll get away scot-free. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. he was there looking anxious and shifty. And the stories were half remembered. And I mean, the repeat. Story oh, about the um, the power station. The power would shoot up when it was oh, finished God to put right. the kettle on for a cup of tea. You, you can see. do that in a sentence. One of the stories about that, which I really, really like, is that um, we'd got such a reputation of uh, getting such good figures that they realised uh, in the power stations that they uh, were on standby to balance the power because <laughs> what, they, what they had remembered and what they'd worked out, that the amount of um, viewers that Fools and Horses got would go up, would shoot up, their power would shoot up when it finished because everybody was putting the kettle on to have a cup of tea. (laughs) So when that Christmas special came out, this is a story, maybe apocryphal, or I I tend to believe it, that you're talking about 20 20 or over 20 million people. You imagine all of those people putting the kettle on (laughs) to make a cup of tea. But the, the thing is they had two or three blokes in the power station apparently getting ready 
to balance the power to bring in another power station. <laughs> OK? All right, bring in Brixton, quick! I'll tell right. you what, you know you've got a hit when you've got to be thinking about things like yeah. this. He is an actor. He's not a comic. And he plays a lot of comedy roles that are iconic. Yeah. Yeah. And so there is the thing of going, it's going to be so much fun. He's brought us so yeah. much laughter over the years. He's an actor. Yeah. He's, if he was really funny, he'd be a stand-up. Yeah. He's, got, <laughs> he's got nothing. No. And, and so they talked about the, the amount of viewers it got. So 23 million, uh, or whatever it was, or 23 years ago, 21 million viewers. And he started off awkwardly because um, uh, he said... Because they made a big thing of that. Amal mm. sort of said, it was like 23 years ago. And he went, well, it wasn't that long ago. And Amal just went, it was. <laughs> Mate, 23 years ago, over 21 million people watched it. And it's still making people laugh, isn't it? Yes. Well, mm. <laughs> it wasn't really that long ago, was it? <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, yeah, I suppose it was. <laughs> Mate, look at you. It really was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're barely held together by mm. skin. And, then, and... <laughs> and we've all heard, we've all heard, everybody knows the thing about television in those days was that the power grid yeah. surged when big, large programmes with millions of people watching stopped because they put the kettle. We've all yeah. heard that yeah. a million Definitely times. You've heard, heard it about, like, Morecambe and Wise. Yeah, two Ronnies. Yeah, almost. This, and, and so he told that that we all already know, Ugh. which took... Um, Two minutes and 40 Did seconds. Did you time? Yeah. <laughs> just, just to talk terrible. about plugging in a kettle. Ironically, there was a power surge while he was telling that story <laughs> because everybody went to put a cup of tea on. I just want you to imagine 20 million people putting the kettle on. Imagine that now. But, but, I'll wait like an hour. But, but, oh, it was so but dull. They have, they have two Plenty. power stations, apparently, <laughs> getting ready to balance the power. Oh, God, please stop. Uh, because please. the power would shoot up when it was I finished. I can't do this again. To put the kettle on oh, for a cup of tea, you see. Now, <laughs> in the two power stations... You're going far too fast, Mike. <laughs> I was just shouting, kettles! <laughs> kettles! Throughout the whole thing, just make, just get to the kettle! But no, because the power, there's a man yeah. and he's got to leave it. Yeah. When and he pulls but, the but, lever. But the two power stations yeah. in... Now, what would happen? <laughs> what, now, ironically, you look back on that and you go, that was the best story you told because it was the least problematic (laughs) and it was the most sort of dignity film (laughs) this was uh, oh my god so he he starts doing the thing about the raspberries the blowing the raspberries from the phantom raspberry blower now that was something are we jumping are we jumping yeah 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 I thought we'd leave we'd leave we'd leave um, (laughs) the big one for main course (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well I learned that I didn't know David Jason was this was the two Ronnies wasn't Mm. it and they did a a famous serial within their uh, sketch show years ago called The Phantom Raspberry Blower of Old London It's one time. of my like, favourite things. Yeah, it's same here. It ripped off Spike it. Milligan, Michael Palin and all, you know, it was yeah. kind of a big thing. And we used to go around at school going because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know that David Jason was the guy who did the No, that was an interesting it. fact. I was delighted to learn. I learned yeah. the fact. Yeah. In among all the non-facts. But, <laughs> but then we got something odd, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to describe the well, ladies and gentlemen? I'm going to let you do it. Okay, fine. So is it 1812 Overture? I mm. believe so. So they said, I, I, I think Amol said to him, I understand you do this in a very special way. It was all a bit like, where's this going? Yeah. You, you do it to the 1812 Overture as the music swelled in the background. And David Jason just looked at him. <laughs> nothing, nothing doing. He's like, you do it. You've got a very particular technique for... Um mastering the raspberry, which is that you do it to the 1812 overture. Is that right? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> should we, well, should we, should we, should we have a go? Ask. Should we have a go? Well, the music. Go on, then. No, 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 you do yeah, it. I've got to do it. Yeah, you do it. I've got to do it. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and then all just went, oh, no, because it's your thing. He's like, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely giving nothing. Oh. And then eventually realising... Fuck, you know, it's happening. Was he able to even hear the music? You couldn't quite work it out. So then he just drenched, like, the front row of kind of lackeys in spittle. (laughs) Just, like, did the full... I was just staring at it, thinking, what's happening here is... And given, you know, the story that we're going to get to, that we, by now, watching it in real time, had already heard, I was just sitting there going... This is the unedifying spectacle of, of a pervert knight of the realm <laughs> blowing raspberries to the 1812 overture on national television. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
horrific. I mean, it was horrific. Uh, you know, it I don't can... want to look at his tongue after that. No, he sort oh. of stuck out. It was his unwillingness to do it as well. Yes, and, yes. And it was awkward. And the, the audience were absolutely silent. It was it's awful. absolutely and Michelle's appalling. Face. So it's been, I have sort of enjoyed her in a wrong way this week. because Michelle she's, Ackley, yeah. yeah, she's kind of the empathy filter. Mm. Because obviously Amol, not interested. Like he just, he's not, He doesn't give a shit about pretending to enjoy stuff. Mm. So she, it's all on her. That's quite a lot for her face to do when in the kind of repose yeah. moments. And she's just, she doesn't, uh, literally 10 minutes into this episode, she's like, no, I don't, I don't know what to do with no, it. I don't, is, I don't know what muscles over. to pull yeah. in my face this now. This is me over. Because I'm just so, I'm so I, embarrassed. I don't want to get wrapped up in this, that when we watch it back on yeah. the news, <laughs> I'm sitting there going, oh, really? Encouraging yeah. So she's like, yeah. just shut, she shut yourself down. I was, shut it down. I, did, I, I got fascinated by her as well, and I was watching her, and she frowned on this programme more yeah. than anything else. She did. While she David Jason was talking about the, even at the power station time, before we get onto the other stuff, yeah. she was just sort of, she did that, that thing where people lean back like she did, and, <laughs> she and, did. and fra- look, look puzzled and, and horrified yeah. at the same time yeah. for most of the program. I, I, I think look- it's impossible to keep that Richter's grin going when things are just going so off, so off yeah. badly. Yeah. There yeah. must have been as well producers just in the ear the whole time, just going, "Got to get him off, got to get him off, got to yeah. get him off." And like, the way that don't he interrupt spoke, him, he'll be really fucked off. Yeah, but somehow signal to him that this is not. He working. had that amazing ability of quite boorish men to just deliver a story and pause in the right place so that yeah. You could never actually end the story. And he had that clever thing of dragging the things together <laughs> and saying obscene things so that you couldn't really stop him. Now, you don't have... So she had to just sit there and go, am I going to be doing this for the next 22 yeah. minutes? But also, of course, th- there was no get-out clause because he was the only guest. Yeah. No, so, I, I wrote down that expanse of dark green sofa next to yeah, him. Yeah, it's yeah, never looked yeah. so big. Um, like, it's no. never looked so freaking empty. Because they must... Once he got onto the, the bad story <laughs> the, the bad, bad they, they had to when it got shut down which was late because amol is not experienced like matt or any of the oh, others no, no, no. At shutting this stuff down yeah and so what they've done they've taken these two you know, like the b team not even the b team like the d team yeah uh, for the one show and and thrown them an, an a team tra- task oh, to deal with and then like weren't, the they worst. were not equipped no. to deal the best with the thing job. Is, they no. must have been saying the thing about david jason he's an a-lister he's been around the block he knows how this works he's a national treasure You'd think. this is going to be very easy for you guys just sit back and you know see what yeah, happens yeah. well th- there we go I think there was a weird bit about David Jason that I think to some degree he knew it was going badly but he just kept going he didn't stop he, it was like he didn't know he was on television yes yeah. I, th- I think that it was there was like that unease about a re- an older person just not not being quite as aware as perhaps they have no. been in the past I haven't seen many mm. interviews with him uh, as a younger man I've heard people in my profession having interviewed him and gone oh that was bloody hard work but I've mm. not really seen yeah. what he was like before this feels like when they show you those really old films of Donald Trump, he's almost coherent. You're like, hang on, he used to be able to do sentences. Yeah. What's happened to him? Oh, he's old. Ah. Yeah. And he it's, was very I, I, old. I suppose it's that slight thing of, and again, the, the stories that he chose to tell. I mean, I mean, I mean, the big one, obviously, is just absolutely, <laughs> he obviously went in and thought, this is going to get some laughs. Yeah. This is going to be fun. And it is the last thing yeah. that you should have said on television. It was, I mean, it was not only, it was inappropriate before Me Too was even oh my a God. twinkle in yeah. Harvey yeah. Weinstein's <laughs> Let alone Absolutely. anyone else. Absolutely. I mean, should we go? I look we, forward to seeing David Jason's next appearance where he turns up with a <laughs> walking frame yeah. with two tennis balls on the bottom. But it was like, oh do God. you not know that, like, you know, you're watching this car crash of television and yeah. you're feeling for Amal and Michelle going, going, this mm. guy is going down a route here that is absolutely in the current climate. To be utterly fair. Utterly inappropriate. To be fair to him, he did sort of like, there was like a runway, like a little run up <laughs> before he got to the <laughs> unbelievably awful bit of the story where he talked just kind of quite, almost quite fondly about how when they art department put cakes out on the shop oh counter and that's it he does that in the shop yeah that he um just when they're not looking he just p- picks the cherries off the top of the cakes and eats them yeah and all, all the time you're filming you're surrounded by all this food these delicious props yeah is it true i read something that you take the glacé cherries off the cakes is that right you'll be surprised what i do in my private life <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that well you see, what happens is you get this, uh, the bench in the shop in front, the cameras are all there, and uh, they put in the bread and the cakes and, the, you know, all of the edible stuff on there. Well, when they're lining up the shots and getting the camera and telling, talking to the camera guys and got cut to camera one, two, three, it gets quite boring and you've got to stand there looking at this cake. So what I do is, let's see if it's got cherries on the top, the glass, <laughs> hey, cherries. 
I pinch the glass of cherries, right? <laughs> now, the problem with that is, if they've already shot that from another angle, from a different scene... Continuity. The continuity. Yes. All of the cherries have gone off the top of the cake. It's magic. It's magic. Yes. And then continued down that story a bit. I thought, oh, he sounds like a bit of an arsehole. The, ar- the art department must really fucking hate him. And then, and then he said, so they said something about, oh, you're not looking very fat for someone who eats loads of cherries. He was like, oh, I spit them out most of the time. I have to say, you're in good shape for someone who's, uh, who's knocking back all these cherries. Well, <laughs> yes, but there's a lot of them that go like that. <laughs> so I do, uh, you know, eject them out. You're a sociopath. The best thing about that Why? is when they went into that glacé cherry story, and this is pre the other story. I can't believe you're saying the sentence, the glacé cherry story. But here we are. When they go into that, they go, now, you you uh, you like um, uh, glacé cherries, don't you? And he said, well, he said, so you'd be surprised at my private life. Yes, oh, that's what the things I, I get up to in my private yeah. life. Also, I mean, I, we can't. But there was a rumour some years ago, wasn't there? That, uh, Unsubstantiated, I'm sure. Uh, it is. Don't Perhaps that's why he was nervous. He thought, is this where it's all oh, going to come? I can't believe he didn't have the awareness of a man who... I just, he no, was just so no, edgy and weird. I mean, I mean, he said, look, you know, you'd be surprised at my private life. After a decade of revelations about people from that era, I yeah. will not. <laughs> I'm, I'm more surprised that there isn't something there. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, sure. It's, um, but yeah, what a absolutely oh. incredible car crash disaster of a story. Mark, what you do the voice. You can mess. do his voice. Well, I can't quite do it because he doesn't really sound like David Jason anymore. But I wrote down... Do it as Del Boy. I wrote down as much of it as I could. I think it's easier to do it this way because I can be more misleading as we do it <laughs> so he said um i got an award from my stage management because stage management are part of this as well i have a lot of fun with the team because it's not just me or the sorry i can't believe you wrote it down cast. word for word <laughs> but i'm really glad you did for the court case, we have wardrobe makeup stage management we're very much like a family a couple or three oh. times i tend to if i see something with any female or male usually it's the female i must admit oh my god i will god. Ob- observe pass a comment i tend to if i see um see something with any male or female usually it's the females i must admit that i will pass a comment by the way everyone at this point is absolutely yeah, yeah. rigid the stu- yes, you the can, you, at home you can sense the atmosphere in the yeah. studio yeah. has now plunged there's an arctic to, wind I mean, I mean speaking of power stations as he was earlier this has gone <laughs> this has gone defcon one <laughs> I, I, I will observe pass a the comment the shutters are coming down on the windows <laughs> outside there's like red flashing lights people in hazmat suits by the way he also he says in this bit he said I, w- I will observe pass a comment and put it on camera they'll save it now we can't use it because you know it's sensitive pass a comment and uh, observe and put it on camera and they will uh, save it can't use it because it's you know a bit sensitive <laughs> and now this means it's all there on fucking Shit. tape yeah. there's yeah. three hours of him just going oh baby whatever he's doing. Um, bbc cover-up i mean uh, why are the papers all over this because they had other things this is write. auntie's bloomers next <laughs> series <laughs> david jason staring down the barrel of the lens <laughs> talking dirty with, to you. with a fistful of glass a cherries wrapped around his cock <laughs> Now, you can't use it because, you know, it's sensitive. So what I got at the end of this last series, it's on a spike, it's gold, and on top is a sausage. And it's the award for the best innuendo. What what I've got at the end of this this last series was an award, and what what it is is on a block with a spike coming up and a golden sausage. And it's it's the award for the best innuendo. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, uh, what, what he said. Now you'll never know what is it that I was saying. You know, what was I doing? You don't bend down if I'm in the show. <laughs> You've got to use your imagination. Is when I say he, yeah. he gave me this award for the best innuendo. What was it that I was saying? Or what was I doing? On the show of Sir David Jason. <laughs> I mean, you don't bend down if I'm in the show. Oh. And there was a sort of people have started laughing out of just not even I say laughing that's no, strong. No, no, people have began going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ended with silence, and they're like, "Well, yeah. there you are. That's uh, that's." I'm all, I'm all that's just had nothing Jason. to say. And this was where I realised he didn't know what to do or how no, to handle it. No, and no. I thought, is there, there's got to be someone in his ear yeah. going, "You shut oh, they it must have been, down." The gallery must have been absolutely yeah. wetting yeah. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> the BBC is now on lockdown. It's over. Let's all take the pills like it's over now. But Amal just went. 
Dear, dear me. I mean, you don't bend down if I'm in the show. Dear me, dear, 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 dear me. Okay, well, Innuendo Awards and otherwise, the special of Still Open All Hours can be seen on the 23rd of December at 8.30. Dear, 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 dear me. And that was all he had. And Michelle had nothing. I mean, I was sweating. So much. If I had been on that crew, I'd have been like, what the first are we doing now? story start, I was like... Why is this so uncomfortable? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Do you know what it sounds like he's about to say? He's about to say, I touch up quite a lot of... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it and, did. And, it sounds like that he was just going to... basically where it went. Yes. I was like, fucking oh. hell, I wasn't expecting that. You don't that. bend down if I'm on, on the, the show. show. Yeah. Why, yeah. David? What will you do? Yeah. I will insert seen... my digits into your sexual organs, <laughs> be you male or female. Usually, <laughs> it's the female, I must admit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Heavy Pencil, a new comedy from Great Big Owl, the people who brought you Brian and Roger. Are you a client? Yes, yes, I'm a client. I'm the actor Michael Cork. The Observer called it a lovely thing, wonderfully funny, pitched perfectly, produced with a light touch. No, 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 I've, I've been taken on as Fliss's assistant. You're the, you're the assistant's assistant. <laughs> yes, if you like. Heavy Pencil by Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Jesus Christ. So, anyway. Oh, was so, so, I went, so weird. I went on Twitter to sort of go, what, the, yeah, what are people making this? Can anybody else see this? Yeah, Let me make it clear yes. that Twitter, you know, people call it an echo chamber. <laughs> Nobody was going, this is grotesque. People were responding to the storm they imagined would already be there oh. that wasn't. So, Mirelle, she wrote, David Jason is 79 years old. He comes from a different era where a wolf whistle or a hello darling was not a sexual harassment worthy of police investigation. Give the man a break, for fuck's sake. His comedy programmes from 35 years ago still make people laugh. <laughs> Hashtag David Jason. <laughs> Hashtag Rolf Harris. Hashtag. <laughs> WFC said, all aboard the easily offended bus. <laughs> oh, I like that one. That's smashing. Jamie Hasty said, here we go. The lily-livered liberal do-gooders all jumping onto David Jason because he makes an innocent, light-hearted remark on innocent? the one show. He's 80. He's done more in his life than any of those willing to besmirch his good name. Show some bloody respect. You daren't bend down <laughs> if I'm on, on the, the show. show. Matt Smith, I don't think it's the one who plays Doctor Who. Uh, Matt Smith <laughs> writes, fuck off, you boring lefty cunts. <laughs> As if none of you have ever had some smutty office banter with a work colleague, male or female. Most of the sexual inappropriateness in our office comes from the women. David Jason has admitted to nothing more than banter. Wow. That a banter should be a criminal offence. Um, <laughs> just finally, yeah. uh, this is from Boxing View. He says, a man made sexual innuendos and the snowflake brigade are offended. Here's one for the snowflakes. 
Kleenex man size, cheeseburgers, and tasty meat is delicious, and there's two genders only. I apologise, David Jason, <laughs> on behalf of the Snowflake Brigade. Wow. That's a boxing view. Um, MC Hawk is the only one I could find that was really sort of, well, seemingly you'd watch the thing and then come so no with a rational thing. who watches the one show had gone on Twitter and said, hang on a minute. Very few. There were, there were some people who were like, that seemed really inappropriate. Yeah. But they were sort of, no one was going, oh my God, he needs to be jailed. But I'm, Which is everyone reacts no, like no, everyone's no, no. gone. Yeah, of course. Jail him. And they're just like, how fucking dare you? I'm amazed. Again, given the current climate, given that he's a celebrity, given that it's BBC One, why wasn't that in the newspapers? Yeah. That, uh, yeah. that is surely, yeah. you know, Daily Mail all over that. Yeah. Anyone I saw was a wow. guy called MC Hawk who said, apropos of almost nothing, I've never met a crew member with a good word to say about David Jason. Yeah. So off you pop with that national treasure shite. Yeah. He's a grumpy rude bugger and he couldn't give a tuppenny toss about his audience. I yeah. think that's fairly <laughs> yeah, yeah, accurate. Yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. fairly accurate as well. Um, what they didn't, they, you said about them not showing respect, what they did show to get out of it though was a film about the Cairngorms. They did, they? which is very soothing. The Cairngorms. From mountaintops to ancient pine forests. This is a wild and remote place. Only the hardiest highlanders can survive the bleak winter months here. Look, 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 snow, now lovely I, creatures. I had a, a vague I had a vague feeling mm. that maybe this film wasn't meant to be shown because there was nothing relevant about it. No. Um, um, and John, also, have you seen the one show before? Well, that's it. But, <laughs> but I've seen this film before. Oh, wait a but, minute. But, well, last time I saw this exact same film with a wildlife cameraman filming hares in the snow Hang was on. last Christmas when it was Yorkshire, not the Cairngorms. Yeah. But it was the oh, same film. Okay. Got yeah. Like, almost shot for shot. And I'm thinking, and I'm, I just wonder whether that film was scheduled or whether they went, for God's sake, just put well, something, anything yeah. on, anything <laughs> to get out of it. We've got a film, it's about the Cairngorms, just read what's on the autocue. It's <laughs> literally off the fucking shelf. Yeah. You know, because it's been had, run over now. Didn't yeah. they had more time with David J to go and they were just like, fuck yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, get yeah, out, get yeah. out. Did they come back with him after that? Yes, uh, they, yes, yes, they, yes did. they did. Jesus and I, That's right. when, this that's was when, when he blew the raspberries. Yeah, but right? this is exactly, and this was when you're thinking, oh, I bet you wish you'd booked another guest because yeah. yeah. you could yeah. just have wheeled him Again, off. Again, that's when the empty sofa is just like, oh dear God, what are they going to do? another, what, 15 minutes or yeah. something, maybe 10 minutes with David Jason's story. I mean, I wrote Those. down the fact, rambling old man full of no stories. <laughs> <laughs> he was, though. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing. The videos they put in, actually, the first one was about people having their deliveries hacked in a sort of apocalyptic yes. vision of Britain where people yeah. will buy someone else's delivery login. I still don't understand like- what happened there. Food delivery is big business, with UK orders topping an estimated £4 billion last year. But not all the fast food cooked up was delivered to the customers whose accounts were used to pay for it. The other thing about that is, yes, they did not explain quite how it worked. And presumably that's because then you might do it. But I think there's a thing about somehow someone will give you the details of someone's delivery account. Yeah. You then use it to order your food to or, a different or address. a hacker does. And then you pay less than you would for the actual meal. Yes, because I, at the end of the film, they pointed out there was that woman. He interviewed that woman. The reporter interviewed a woman mm. who was sort of, uh, you know, living. It looked like she lived in a strange compound or a hotel. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what was the deal there. Yeah. But she, and she sat opposite him, uh, uh, you know, her sort of very come dine with me set dining table <laughs> and told him uh, that you know oh it was I had to complain it took ages I heard nothing so I tweeted them and said no response can somebody do something because I really want to know what's going on nothing so I tweeted them again and then I emailed them again and then I tweeted and I emailed and at the end they said uh, but um, delivery said they didn't use her credit card or anything so she just stopped worrying about it it's fine <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Wait, sorry hang on what was the story but so they what, also, did, what did they steal they the had that exactly? bit at the end where they went and here uh, and here to give their response are Deliveroo and in came a fictional Deliveroo driver Deliver who? and they went yes thank you they called them Deliveroo mm-hmm. though yeah, I think yeah, right? yeah. even though it said Deliver who which was yeah, their yeah. internal brand so they didn't get sued yeah. <laughs> uh, that all went badly and he came <laughs> in bad. and then they, they went thank you very much uh, Deliveroo have declined to be part of our film. <laughs> mm, nice one, Chris. Thank you very much. And we should be expecting a reply from Deliveroo any minute now. Yes. Yeah, sure. Oh, here he is. 
Oh. Oh, thank you, Deliveroo man. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, very, very kind thank indeed. You. Now, Deliveroo declined to be a part of our film. All of that was dressed <laughs> up <laughs> to make it look <laughs> like it was the sort of thing. And then at the end they have to go, yeah, they literally from day one have said they're not having anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking, you spent money designing a logo yeah. that says Deliver Who in the style of Deliveroo. Yeah. And that would have cost them a fair bit. Which, again, for no, for no reason. You've just wasted some money there. And also, in the film itself, <laughs> the guy presenting it was very, very pleased with his little joke at the top of the film <laughs> when he said, well, uh, you know, we're going to talk about this uh, food company that are having these problems with hacking and the people who are ordering the, the food aren't the people who are, who are paying for the food. So it's like, deliver who? It's less deliveroo a more deliver who? Oh, that's terrible. But they blew his little joke because the entire film was called Deliver Who? Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, oh, yes. You undermined all of that, didn't you? That's also yeah. a thing where everyone's looked at it and they've gone, that's such a good joke. Let's really use it. And then, of course, <laughs> by the time it comes on, he's like, well, I look like a prize prick yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was good watching Amol, who, uh, again, as I, I'll say again, whose skill set I'm yet to happen upon. That's fine. <laughs> good. I'll, I'll, I'll accept that. He wasn't a good fit. But, but he didn't, uh, he had to do a bit of acting with that Deliver Who thing. Mm. Uh, but then they had to do some acting mm. at the top of the show when there was fake snow falling. Oh, on, that right? was my favourite bit of the whole show. So it's show. the first Christmas one show of the season. So they ja- so the studio. I mean, it's like Argos exploded, <laughs> isn't it? It's got <laughs> this whole very garish. You know, mess of stuff, like trees everywhere. One of those and... Santa's grottos that you oh. see in the papers every year, yeah. where it's turned out to be really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. And they came on. Oh, it's Christmas one show. Oh yeah, and then the snow falling and all this kind of stuff. Oh, oh, we've got the one show with the mole Roger and Michelle Ackley. Now Christmas has come for the one. Show studio. Really it's amazing. Um, that's enough, boys. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, cheers, mate. You're right. Cheers for that. Thank you. That's plenty. No, we don't need any more. We have no, really thank gone you very much. It but John, it turned out it wasn't real. The camera sort of twisted upwards, and there's two crew members there on were men there doing it, and the it wasn't actually snowed like you thought. <laughs> <laughs> but my favourite bit was they had a little line of you know, so the the lackeys in like vet festive jumpers, and there was a woman in a green jumper standing, as it turned out, a bit too close to a mall because that's that studio is tiny. Mm, yeah. And he sort of, uh, as he was turning, went to say, "Is everyone feeling Christmassy?" And turned almost nose to nose with her, and she wooed right in his face. <laughs> We've got all the decorations. We've got the Christmas trees, the lights. It's full sparkle. It's full nice. sparkle. You've got snow all over you now. The audience are up for it. How are you guys? You're right. <laughs> it was beautiful. They've, they've got a new thing. I've noticed this week. <laughs> <where> they've, <laughs> <laughs> they've got a new thing this week, which I have noticed. They've Don't started. bend over. David's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> they've got a new thing where they've started doing a shot from behind the audience to show that yes. there's a live audience. Yes, they have. Yeah. And they stopped doing that shot only when the David Jason stories were going really badly. They were like, no, just, don't drag anyone nothing else in Nothing with anyone going behind anyone. Let's just not have that as a thing. Oh, and the fact that, that, uh, that Amol was such a fan of David Jason, they made such a big thing of that oh at the God, beginning. Oh, God, and him about, dressed up as Del oh, Boy in his stag And David night. Jason absolutely coasted him off. It was the worst oh, yeah. thing. Oh, he was yeah, rude. Yeah. He was so rude to him because didn't he say something like, um, what do you think, David? Um, yeah. uh, Kushti or what a plonk? And he just... He just with such sourness just went what a plong <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah David Jace is from a different generation I mean that much has been established by stories but he doesn't know that Amal Argent is someone from television it's just no. for him it's just like meeting like another fan. one of these young people yeah. who's a stranger yeah. and they go I love Del Boy I dressed up as him for my stag yeah. and David Jason is just thinking oh get me out of here and he's also probably thinking you're right young, younger but he's taking the piss Yeah, I'm not going to get sucked to this you're not going to get me ah no ah you're not a real fan you're being ironic I've yeah. heard like of you. Ali G. Yeah. Oh, I, I know what this is all about. You know? we, we have to talk about his other story as well, which was where he was talking about magic tricks. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you can buy what? them on the internet, Do you John. know what? So, uh, <laughs> and other places. Yeah. Yeah. The internet and other places. So in, Do you know what? His story is so bad, that, that, that horrible groping one, that the, the, the yeah. rest of the stories have Alleged been forgotten. But every groping, single yeah. one of the stories in any other week would have been something we talked about for 15 minutes each. The magic <laughs> fucking trick. So, so, in, in, <laughs> so in still open all hours, yeah. right, they showed a clip of the Christmas time, which may now be pulled from the schedules. Uh, after what he said. Look, Christmas <laughs> wouldn't be Christmas without a bit of Granville. That's what Michelle Ackley said. It's a phrase that has never in, been in said from behind. Now, back to Christmas. Back to Christmas. And Christmas wouldn't be Christmas without a spot of Granville. Uh, so here he is, getting up to a bit of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he, um, he there was a clip where he, as Granville, as an elderly Granville, mm. 
Um, uh, it just inserts an egg. I mean, again, this is taking on a very different sort oh of feeling God, now. Is it made it? of jade? <laughs> <laughs> it was rubber. <laughs> inserts an egg. He does a magic trick involved putting an egg in his mouth, and then that's that. And then he starts talking about learning magic. And apparently, to teach him how to put an egg in his mouth, yeah. they had someone from the magic circle or, or similar. Or not. Yeah, or, they couldn't or agree cagey, on that, could they? Um, uh, uh, about magic tricks. And he started saying, well, the thing is about magic tricks, right? You just buy them on the internet. A bit of a helping from the magic circle how did that go well yeah i was just explaining i don't think it's actually the magic circle but there is a company that um <clears throat> services if you like magicians and uh, i didn't know this but they carry a lot of these tricks and you can buy you can actually buy these tricks um you know, you can get them through the internet yeah, or, or other, other places. What did he, I don't even know whether I, I think I stopped listening or I fell asleep or something before. The, so did it did it go anywhere? Did it end as a point? Or did yeah, well, it, it, went into, it went into a disaster because oh. he started to give away. And by the way, his magic trick that he was talking about that you can buy on the internet is an egg. So <laughs> yeah, you can buy them in other places. You can put rubber eggs in well, your mouth. Matt well, Baker's can... farm shop. His is uh, that's not online. <laughs> Matt does not go online. Well, no. uh, the, uh, the, the trick he was talking about, I don't think, was even in the show. And he was just like, there's a trick I, that I know the of. The flammable wallet. Which is a flammable wallet. And he said, and what <laughs> oh, I do God. is I get my wallet out, he said. Uh, I mean, not out of a coat. He said, it's, I, I wear a cape <laughs> oh, with this. And I was like, what on earth is he talking about? <laughs> my favourite was the um, flammable, the bursting into flames wallet. And what it is, you see, you get, um, if I can borrow this for a minute, you got this wallet, right? And you take it out of your pocket, or in, in my case, it was on my cloak. And you do this, and you open it up, and what you've done in here is already soaked it in uh, lighter fuel. Flammable oh, stuff. Yeah. You're giving the game and away then, now, don't Well, I'm you? sorry, Oof. but you asked. <laughs> you know, I wear a cape for this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. And he gets this... He brought out a piece of paper that he'd folded in half, and he said, now, when I open it, it would... Uh, it was well, a one-show, like, said, a I, cue card, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah he yeah. said, I, I'd, I'd actually have soaked that with flammable liquid. <laughs> and, and they went, right, yes, yes. And he goes, and then, obviously, it would... I mean, you know, it just... it would The fire would... Uh, and they were like, yeah, that's right. And I was like... Oh, are you going to get in trouble now oh, for fuck. telling us the magic? Jesus Christ, what a magic spectacular! <laughs> Someone picking Lewis. up a cue card and going, I could have set fire to this. <laughs> there's yeah. so many things going on here. Because you've got them, him giving away magic tricks which you're not supposed to do. The yeah. magic secrets, which Michelle Ackley looked really concerned about. She was genuinely um, And And then... Then you've also got the idea of you've just basically said on on a tea time television program with children probably watching mm. how to set fire to mummy or daddy's wallet or purse with, and there's with, no Santa with, 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 li- with, lighter, with, with lighter fluid. And it's like, and joining in. He's going to yeah. oh, use lighter fluid for that. Yeah. What are you doing, Amol? Anything else, David? Yep, AIDS was invented by the CIA. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. But as if, could, as if as if it couldn't get any better or worse, oh. then they cut to Matt Allwright in a nursing oh. home. Oh my god! Oh, this was horrific! Now, Matt Allwright is with Olive and Kathleen now, um, live in Mansfield. Matt, how are you? Have the ladies been keeping you entertained? Uh, They've not just been uh, entertaining me, uh, Amal, they've actually been educating me all about uh, Miller's Business College, the time you played truant. Mm -hmm. Am I supposed to say that? Is that top secret? No, not really, is it? <laughs> so they showed this really nice VT. Why did they go off. there live? I don't know. Why did they need it to be live? <laughs> they should have just nixed that bit. They showed you this delightful VT of these two lovely ladies in a nursing home, friends for life. Olive, Olive, and, Olive and Kathleen. Olive and Kathleen, yeah. they're both 89. They've been friends since they were tiny. They've chosen to go to the same nursing home together. It's delightful. It's kind of the dream. They they even get pissed together. It's lovely. They yeah. seem to be having a nice time. And then it cuts to this much, much less happy live oh. shot of Matt Allwright in a nursing home Poor with Christmas Matt trees behind him. I really felt sorry for him. And they had very little to say. I mean, I think they'd they, they basically done everything they could do in the VT. It's also, it's an hour past bedtime. It's bedtime, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely done. Matt's questions, Jesus Christ. So this is live, live so to their painful. home in Mansfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he cuts them, and oh. his first question is, um, so we heard this week the Queen likes a martini. I don't know where that came Splendid. from. Yeah. Did, did we? Yes, of course. Um, yeah, we all know that. They said, uh, what do you have? And, uh, and, and Olive said, Portland 
lemon. And then Kathleen <laughs> said, uh, that whiskey and water, but uh, I, I do need cold water just a bit. It has to be a good quality whiskey. I was thinking, what the fuck are we going live? <laughs> quite, quite right. For this update of what, of what two elderly women are going to have if there was a drinks order. Uh, we've heard today, for instance, that the Queen enjoys a martini as her Christmas tipple. How about you guys? What is it you like Port and lemon. A port and lemon for yeah. you, Olive. And how about you, Catherine? I like a whiskey and water. A whiskey and water? Cold water. Just a bit. Only a little bit of cold water, but good whiskey. Then he said to them, <laughs> so I hear that you two are quite troublemakers. A couple of troublemakers. Oh, Mischievous. patronising oh. bullshit. And, and Olive people. went, no, 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 definitely <laughs> not. You get up to a, a little bit of mischief, they tell us here, in the, uh, in the, in the home. Is that right? Are you, are you troublemakers? Oh, oh no, no, definitely no. not. No, we've done a lot of good, haven't we? We have, yeah. <laughs> like there was a chance that the nurses would... <laughs> you've been warned about this. But they live know? in fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah and anything you want to ask David Jason, he do you did, want he to did send him a message? The one thing you never do. Yeah. That question only has one answer. A hundred percent. Oh, yes. Um, where do you get... You know, what, what was it like working with Nurse Gladys? Just something. Yeah. What was yeah. it like? There's only one. What was it? Come on the one show. There is only one fucking... Yeah. And and um, oh. instead, what did they say? No, 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 don't think so. Do you? <laughs> she said no, and then everyone, for the first time in this entire show, you hear the studio <laughs> laugh. Yeah. Uh, we've got David Jason back in the studio. Uh, is there anything that you'd like to say to him? Any, a little message you'd like to get across to him now? I don't think so, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Falls and horses. That's that's about it. Well, thank you so much. We we'll wish you a very merry Christmas. What, what a, give David a, a little wave. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> the thing is, they're not laughing at what just happened because that's uncomfortable. All it is is a release valve for everything that yeah. has gone before. And what? You know, up, it's almost like, oh my God, we thought David Jason was the battiest elderly person here, <laughs> but <laughs> Kathleen and Olive have just really yeah. usurped he's, him. He's now um, the angriest elderly. And thank God they're not, they're not on the show with him because he tried to put his fingers in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh I've, got, I've got a question for David. David, what does it feel like to be cancelled? <laughs> oh, oh. I was thinking this is this is the worst one show I've ever. Oh, yeah, also beyond the belief. Best. Beyond belief. How is this? I know there's been. I know incredible. we're recording this the day after the general election. Why? Why are the papers not full of this oh, news I know. today? What the hell's going on? It should say Tory landslide on about page seven. <laughs> the rest of it should, it should be, be this. Port and Lemon, <laughs> you know, Port and David Jason. I mean, there's so much. But when they cut back to him in the oh, studio, and he, for, for, for once, actually, just the, all the masks have slipped, he looks <laughs> Fucking furious, yeah. like this is and not Michelle's face. Then, like again, the, the, all the circuits were kind of misfiring, and the sparks were coming out of her ears. <laughs> and she was, um, she was just trying, like, hey, what do we do now? I'm not going to say anything. Not sp- speaking bad, speaking bad. <laughs> just do good face. Come on, you can do faces, Michelle. Come on. <laughs> and, eventually, and eventually, she did like studied concern, like nodding and because she, they tried to get him onto the subject of his, uh, what was his more for show about inventions. Oh god, it was oh. like, come on, you've got two minutes to go. You oh, can just fill that with awful. anything. Yeah. Don't go back to it David. Jason awful. again. And then say to him, it's basically, you've made the most Brexit show in the history of the world. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, British inventions, British inventions. Oh, yeah, it's all part of the inv- of what Br- the British have done in what they've invented. They invented all these things, the hovercraft, for example, the jet engine and the electricity, the light bulb, the telephone, you name it. And I've been all over the country to... Um, investigate these and to show how they came about. And I really sort of thought, if I hadn't really turned off him by then, yeah. just yeah. having him do a big thing sort Giant of about... cranes. Big cranes mm. and British. And aren't British people brilliant yeah, back then, in the past? But then even now they've sort of, you know, got him away from all of the nasty stuff he was talking about before. And then they just sort of opened up the goal again for him. And just yeah. the question... And I'm, I'm literally going, don't ask that! <laughs> when they just went to him, so you're doing this programme on uh, inventions. What do you get up to in that? Yeah, we've got to mention, just before we go, <laughs> Um, you've got this new show coming on which is is it more for the David Jason's Great British Inventions oh uh, yeah what are you going to do in that oh no he's going to tell us how he fisted a fucking train driver or something just don't do it why are you asking him these questions but, oh, but a female one uh, 
I prefer that. I bet Matt was sitting watching this whole show in his dressing room. Just just sitting there, just going... Cackling, yeah. Oh, it's going to die with me. They're going to bury this show yes. with me. Fucking disastrous. If, honestly, if I was Amal, I would have stood up like two minutes before the end of the show and just gone... I'm, I'm a serious journalist. What, to the 18, take, off, take off the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mum, Dad, we're leaving. Yeah, I know, he's brought his parents in for that. I mean, oh I, God, I they imagine they disowned that. him after that. Yeah, no. so. Why have you brought us to this, son? It's rubbish. That's going to be an awkward <laughs> Christmas dinner, isn't it? Oh. It's going to be awkward. It's gonna, they're going to be sitting there and someone's going to be going, oh, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry that, you know, that the turkey's a bit dry. And they'll go, don't worry about it. You see, we went to see Amel. And so there's... there's there's nothing that could be ruining this year as much as watching Apple do that one show. Apart from we can never watch the, you know, Only Fools and Horses special. So, yeah. so, so, so bad. Oh, it's amazing, wasn't it? And right here is where we jam a stick into the one show's spokes, bringing part one to a crashing end. Part two of this week's edition will be with you tomorrow, so while you're waiting, please rate, review, subscribe, and we will be forever in your debt. Without your love, we're just some lonely people shouting into the void, and if we're that, we might as well be presenting the one show for real. See you tomorrow. Hello, my name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through it in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plot like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast app and that friends with friends and we're on twitter at friends wf planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.